Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. On the previous episode, we discussed B2B omni-channel marketing best practices and how marketers can leverage them with John Bruno. He also explained how the Pros platform makes omni-channel marketing easy by enabling marketers to give the right prices at the right place and times. That actually kind of touches on what I want to talk about next, and it's about like about like e-commerce platforms, right? And the, the future of digital experience, because obviously I think that's going to be, you know, as we're touching on that, you know, we talk about the experience of people coming in and buying something, obviously off of a, a platform online and the future of that. I wanted to kind of get your, I kind of want to get your opinion on like, on the actual online, you know, uh, shopping experience, like in regards to what people are doing these days and what they're having to go through through that online shopping experience. Like, what is your opinion on e-commerce platforms and, and what the future looks like? Yeah, I think the future is going to look a lot different than, you know, the past 25 years or so. You know, I think back in, you know, the, the first e-commerce transaction was back in 94 when some guy in Philadelphia bought a Sting album off of somebody he knew. And, awesome. and sure enough, e-commerce was born. But if you look at where we've come since the past 25 years, largely it's kind of the same everywhere. You know, you can see your, you know, navigation of your product catalog going across horizontally in the top of your browser your left-hand side has all of your, you know, data and facets from which to narrow down the product sets. You know, you've got some rudimentary search and catalog payments, uh, promotions and packs, right? It's so similar. I think there's a lot of room right now for businesses to, to kind of make it their own. Not to kind of, you know, pick on Apple or talk about Apple the whole time. But if you go to their website right now from a B2C experience, you don't see that. You are, are, you see front and center, all of the products, all of the rich imagery, you know, you become immersed in the products to the point where you say, I want to get that. And then what they do is they drop a buy button on there. And so in the B2C world, I expect to see a lot more experiences like that, that are more immersive and more product centric in the B2B world. You know, it's really about understanding that buyer journey and, and making mm-hmm. sure you're delivering an exceptional journey along the way. A B2B buyer logs into an e-commerce site. One of the first things that they want to do is see where something they've purchased is, you know, has it been approved? You know, what spend limit do they have? You know, when is that product going to be fulfilled? What are the things they order most frequently? Because vast majority of B2B purchases are repeat. Mm. So how do you kind of streamline all that? Again, it's kind of getting away from the status quo that, that we've seen today. And then, you know, making an experience so compelling that you're able to cross sell one of your customers into part of your par- uh, product portfolio that you haven't sold to before. And in B2B, it's usually been, you buy these things, we've got negotiated rates on it, everything else is list price, go talk to somebody. And so the world that we see from the, the pro's point of view is one where all of those prices get rendered dynamically based on, on who you are and based on market conditions. So the price isn't a list price that you automatically think is unfair, but that the price is something that you say, yeah, that feels Calculate. good to me. And you can convert and go along with your job. Yeah, the thing is, it's calculated, right? It's not this like it's like now it's it's automated to to know potentially what you would be willing to pay because of data points because of knowledge, which That's I think exactly is exactly how we talk about it: willingness to pay. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. And then what you know, we talk about. I kind of want to talk about like the I don't know. What do you think like dominating the future of e-commerce marketing? Like, what do you think? What do you think is going to dominate? Like, I mean, I'm obviously the the customization, right? The personalization, I think, is going to be big. But what are you looking at when you, from your, your lens, obviously you guys are in the back end kind of controlling this thing. And what do you guys see from your side? Yeah, there's a, a couple of things. And I, I, I hate to point to technology first, but I think technology is going to be a key enabler here. Mm. 
you know, historically speaking, you know, the, the world in, in enterprise technology has kind of grown up on this notion of big purpose-built platforms to do purpose-built things. And that's how we got into the situation that we're in right now mm. with, you know, every e-commerce site looking nearly identical. So I think the world's going to be driven by APIs, right? APIs and kind of this notion of composability. So you'll have purpose-built systems to do very specific things and how you bring those together and infuse that with the rich content and storytelling is really what I think is going gonna, is gonna to separate the pack. So uh, a good example of that is, um, you know, maybe you'll have a, a similar experience there, but you think about how, you know, modern companies like Tesla or Rivian have kind of made it all about understanding, uh, you know, the, the car and every option that's available for it to really enrich the experience, you know, picking your interior, your sound systems, your paints, your special order things, you know, you can look up and 45 minutes have passed because you've become so entrenched in that process. Well, what if every purchase could be that level of personalization, right? And so the ability to, to make something that you're purchasing your own, I think we're gonna see more of that. I remember following along and in, in seeing uh, Bugaboo, the stroller company, allow people to pick you know, the material of their frame and the limited edition canopies and all these things, we're going to see a heightened level of immersive uh, customer experience from that, that digital domain standpoint, all backed by really nice, rich content and storytelling. Yeah. I mean, that to me, that sounds incredible. It's so funny because I literally just was looking at the Tesla truck or the Cybertruck yesterday. And mm -hmm. I was looking at this thing and I started clicking on this and clicking on this. And I was about I was about 80,000 in the hole within about two minutes of clicking on stuff. And I was like, I was like, if I pull the trigger on this right now, my wife is going to be super pumped. I'm like, Hey, guess what? Just spent 80 grand. You know, she's going to be like, guess what? So will I. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, but it was crazy. The reason I'm telling you that is because it's just so easy to, you know, I'm looking at the interior, you can do this, you can do that. It was just, you would just put it in a deposit, but the Tesla being a great example of that you can customize things and it's ever an opportunity to upsell, right? Like, hey, you yeah. want, I mean, you got a Tesla, you want the white seats, don't you? Well, of course I do. And of course you want the, you know, the brakes with this, of course. I mean, of course, who doesn't want that, right? Next, you know, you're a hundred grand out the hole, but you just created it. Like you just built your car. Like who else has that functionality? Yeah, and the same holds true in, in the B2B world when you're talking about outcomes, right? So if you're a manufacturer of tools and equipment, uh, right? So if you're thinking about, you know, I need to cut something, I need a saw of some sort, and there's you know hundreds of options available to you. Imagine the experience where instead of you know filtering through in that left hand side that we talked about, imagine the experience where the 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 website actually asks you the question, what are you trying to cut through? Is it wood? Is it stone? Is it tile? And you're like, no, oh, it's wood. And you know the experience start to narrow down from there, kind of using more of a, a conversational or, or guided interface. You know, or do you want this to be battery powered or do you, are you okay plugging in? Ah, it's gotta be battery powered. Everything's battery powered these days. Yeah. Well, do you think you're fine with a three hour battery? You need a five hour battery. And then all of a sudden you're down to one product and that's exactly the product that you want. As a buyer, you just have so much confidence in that transaction where I'm ready to pull the trigger right then and there. I probably don't even need it. the comparison shop. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like you built it. Like that's the hard part. Like when you, and this happened in tech a lot, like when I'll go and buy something and then I'll get it and I go, oh, I didn't know it was this or oh, I didn't think about this. I mean, there's variables to that, right? And there's a certain thing that I'm looking for. And if you can, if I can ask those questions and you give me the answers and I know that product that I'm buying is exactly the product that I wanted, 
right? Mm-hmm. But it's like understanding that like now we have to love time to do the research. You got to look at this, you got to do that. And you got to make sure you're looking forums, you got to ask friends. And it's that kind of thing of like, well, I'm hoping, you know, I had 10 people say this was it. I'm pretty sure this is it. I guess I'll go through that. But if you're building that are asking you the questions that naturally leads you to pick something to go to the next question, I mean, it makes total sense. I mean, with someone, when we talk about it, it sounds like, well, of course, right? Of course, that's what it needs to be. But now that obviously the technology has been there, now we're going to hopefully the, the world will start seeing a lot more of that for customization side of things. And on that note, John, please allow me to pause the conversation and tell our listeners more about the services my team and I offer. Besides consulting, we also offer fully customized digital marketing services, including content marketing, online PR, influencer marketing, and more. For more details on these services, visit our website at shanebarker.com. That's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com. Now back to our discussion with John. So what, I know we kind of talked about Tesla a little bit. What other brands do you think are creating a great uh, digital experience for their customers? Any, anybody else? I mean, you guys are behind the scenes, so tell me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think when it comes down to it, I think there's a lot of cues that the world can take from the airline industry, mm. right? It, it sounds fairly mundane to think, okay, well, I want a seat on an airplane and it's going to be first class, business class or coach. You know, if you look at the airline industry, there's far more fair classes than that right now. And, and based on who you are as an individual, you know, are there other ancillaries that you'd want with it? You know, do you crave that window seat when there's mm-hmm. only one window seat left? Like, what do we know about you and the, the driving forces behind your decision-making? And in many cases, it's starting to look like an aggregate right now. So instead of, you know, everything being an, an off-the-shelf product that you can uh, purchase, you know, what if it's the assembly of products and services all coming together for an offer that's entirely unique to Shane. And so I think if you look at what some of the airlines are doing between you know, combining fare classes and some of the ancillaries, it's, it's, a good, uh, it's a good blueprint for where the rest of the world you know, needs to go. In that same kind of saw scenario, well, just by going through that, that workflow or those couple of questions, I'm now learning a lot more about you. So what if I can also recommend a, a different kind of saw blade? Or what if I can recommend you know, uh, a dual battery charger, or what if I can recommend, you know, this type of work glove that typically goes along with, with woodworking, whatever you might be doing. Like, I know a lot more about you and I can actually start to assemble offers, not just prices, but offers that are entirely unique to the buyer based on the data that I know about them. And I I think we're going to start to go more in that route. I love that. Well, I can tell you the airlines and this is, can can be confirmed. I'm sure you can go probably check my file there at Prost. Um, that I am absolutely a sucker for uh, first class, last minute, hey, Shane, for $200 or $300, we can upgrade you. Like I'm a, like any, I was raised by a mom that we were all about deals. Like we would go to grocery, we'd go to stores like Ross or Marshall's or something. And I would try to go find the $100 jacket. No, maybe $100, maybe $20 jacket that was that I could get for $7. And then my mom would say no, because it wasn't $3. But like, I, you know, like I'm, I'm, you know, I want to get a deal. And so I, I, and I know the airlines, I know they're listening right now and they're, they're watching me and judging me and probably taking down notes. Cause I'm, I'm sure I'm a big buyer. I'm going to go at least first class one time this year, maybe potentially. So definitely write this down, but yeah, I'm, I am, I'm a sucker for that last minute. Like, are you sure you don't want to be able to put your feet out and have some filet? And I'm like, okay, I guess it's a deal. I'll take it. That sounds good. But I love that. I mean, I think that's, I've definitely seen a lot more of that the customization of that, of like, you know, or when you're going to pick in your seat, you know, you go and say, oh, I'm going to sit here and sit there. Well, there it's an extra $30 charge. I'm like, wow, oh, but it's an extra four inches for my feet. I'm tall, you know, and then next, you know, and I'm like, wow, oh, now it's, 
an extra $300. It's a little different than when they quoted me, but it sure looks comfortable. <laughs> I can't wait. So that's awesome. I think the airlines absolutely have a lot to learn from their how they put things together. So eye-opening insights, Sean. It was great having you, and I'm sure my listeners now know how to better prepare their B2B campaigns. Although this is the end of this episode, I'll continue talking to John on the next episode. Next time, John will tell us more about how B2B businesses can run effective marketing strategies and make their products stand out. Stay tuned.